there. Welcome to Widdicombe, Webb and Roberts. I'm Emma Webb, or rather should I say I'm identifying as Emma Webb, who can't be with us this week, I'm afraid. So it's Peter Whittle. I'm terribly sorry to all the people who usually write such nice comments about Emma. But as usual, I've got the redoubtable Anne Widdicombe, former Brexit Party MEP, and of course, uh, former Shadow Home Secretary, and Abby Roberts, a comedian. Um, Thank you very much for putting up with me this week. Um, as usual, we're going to look at really what's basically got our goat or, or whatever this week. Mm. I have to start, if I can start myself, this week we've had uh, the independence ceremony in Barbados mm. and Prince Charles went over there and it was reported that he'd said something along the lines of that slavery was a great stain on British history. and. What did you make make of that? I, I sort of felt slightly uncomfortable that the future king was saying this. Well, it's such an complete nonsense. I mean, why couldn't he have said, you know, that it was the British who abolished slavery, that it was the British yeah. who led the way mm. uh, in the abolition of slavery, that slavery was a stain on everybody's history, mm -hmm. but there have been slaves throughout history. Now, you know, where does this end? Should we be calling upon Italy to apologise for what the ancient Romans did in Britain? Oh, should we be calling upon all yeah. Scandinavia to apologise for what the Vikings did? Yeah. Where do we actually stop? Uh, and I think it's, it's time to stop this self-flagellation about slavery when actually we were the people who led the way against it and Charles should be proud of our history. He is, after all, going to be the king of this country. Well, that's the point, yeah. isn't it, Abby? I yeah. mean, really, it's not, it's not really, I totally agree with what you're saying, but it's just the fact that it was him somehow makes yes, it worse. It does make it worse. And I think he is, I, mean, I, I am, I do worry that some woke juice has seeped into um, the future king's brain, to be right. honest with you, because as we know, her, the, uh, her majesty, our wonderful queen, l raises herself above political commentary. Mm, mm. And that's what she's done. And thank goodness for her, because we don't want Charles to be, I mean, now I think our relationship with Barbados and the Bajans mm -hmm. is going to be awkward, isn't it? Yes, I was. Going so. forward, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. think. I think with, when you say about woke, I mean, it seems mm. to me, I, I interviewed Julie Birchall recently, and she calls him the granddaddy of woke. <laughs> I love Julie so much. Mainly because of the environmental stuff yeah. and, all, and all of that. Yeah. But I mean, what do you sort of, when you look at Charles, I mean, do you sort of think this is this is going to be a very rough patch? I mean, it's awful to think of the Queen not being there, isn't it? But mm. she is not going to be there at some point. I, I don't look upon, I don't sort of look at it and think, oh, it'll be great to have a new monarch. I, you know, I don't feel excited about no. it. No, I'm not excited about it. And Charles has clearly said on more than one occasion that there's a huge difference between being the Prince of Wales and being the monarch. Yes, yes. And that he knows the difference. But what I would say to him is this, hang on, sir, you know, the time is approaching when you're going to be the monarch. And therefore, you do not now need to be saying things that yeah. you might have had the freedom to say 20 years ago. Now, I actually don't mind the environmental stuff because at least His Royal Highness has put his money where his mouth is and he's mm. had all these initiatives on his own uh, farms and things. And, and, and if that's what he wants to do and make a success of it, that's absolutely fine. But what he should not be doing is making disparaging comments about our country. Yes, that is yeah. not the role. And he will soon be, uh, sadly, soon be the monarch. Seeing mm. thing is, isn't it, it, recently as well, uh, last week, this is so worrying. I don't. Uh, in in New York, mm. the statue of Thomas Jefferson was just removed. Yeah. Thomas Jefferson. Yes. Yeah. This is not some yeah. kind of general in uh, the Confederate. Yeah. And you should think, 
Is there some kind of suicidal impulse going on here? I think I think there is. I think it's re- we we really what's really frightening and worrying is that we um, in Charles we should have somebody who is going against all this. We should have someone a bastion against the woke onslaught. I mean, woke I think is too polite a word for it. You know, sort of. I mean, what do you call the Maoists? <laughs> I don't really know. I don't. Really, we need to think of a better word because it's not. It's not frightening enough. But they could flourish if the establishment wasn't bowing down to them. Yes, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. everywhere. It's admittedly Sussex did stand up uh, for their academic, but on the whole, you know, everywhere you look, mm-hmm. the universities are bowing down to it. The civil service is bowing down to it. Yeah. Everybody is kowtowing yeah. to what actually is a movement of quite a small minority. But it's, it's terrifying that corporations who are instinctively, you know, usually capitalists, are now not. They are, they're, let, they're, 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 they're on the left. Oh, yeah, the no, people no. that were... There's, a, there's another way of looking yeah. at that, yeah. and that is that these, the corporations mm. are utterly cynical and money and profit is the main thing. Yeah. And this diverts from, for example, economic inequality, doesn't it? If yes. you don't have to face that, you don't have to face all of that stuff yes. if you've got the woke agenda going for you. Yes. You so know? maybe, so, so, so I suppose, well, uh, well, yeah, how does the free market work? Then I suppose we, we've got to go back to that. So we've got to have well, corporations, we have, yeah. we've got to have organisations who aren't woke. And then I think the people that are woke will, will start to just lose money. Well, eventually. If people you know. boycott them. Yeah. Uh, would, would, you, yeah. would you ever boycott, for example, say a company that has said something that you sort of thought this is outrageous or you didn't agree with, you know, a, a private company, someone you usually, you, you know, you're a client or a customer of. Yes, I did. I, I boycotted, uh, a one-man boycott, I may say, uh, British Airways for a while when right. it um, actually said that an employee was not allowed to wear a, right. a small cross, uh, despite the fact that it allowed employees to wear uh, headdresses, uh, and um, bracelets and, and, and other symbols of religion, but not, not a cross. Uh, and yes, during that time, I did. Now, on the whole, I'm a great believer in free speech. Uh, and I'm not going to boycott a company just because it says something I don't agree with, unless and until it is suppressing other people's yes. freedom, as BA was in that case. Mm. Uh, and if people are being dismissed for woke reasons and, and, and anything like that, then yes, I will at that point say, right, well, I'm just not going to use this company's good. I mean, mm. at the moment I go into a shop and if they say French Brie or Somerset Brie, I say, don't be silly, Somerset, of course. Yes, yes. That's not quite the same. <laughs> <laughs> not quite the same. Quite <laughs> no, but I thought I'd throw in boycott. <laughs> is this your, your pre-revolution? Come on, no, the revolution. This is, a, this is a kind yeah. of thing, because like a lot of people, for example, did uh, cancel their memberships to the National Trust. I did. Mm. I did. You, you've done that. I was, oh, I did, yeah. I did yeah. it on air. I did it on the Jeremy Vine show. And mm. I said, uh, I've torn up my uh, National Trust membership. And how efficient were they? They rang me up and said, but you haven't been a member. I said, oh, that's very odd, because I've certainly been paying for it and quoted them, <laughs> quoted them the reference really? on the oh, bank statement. Yeah. Actually quoted them uh, and said, well, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, but that's an aside. I mean, yes, I cancelled my uh, subscription on air. Um, and I'm pleased to say quite a lot of other people did the same. Not on air, but cancelled their subscription. Because hmm. remember when Gillette put out that ad, yes. which basically was saying men are monstrous, you've got yeah. to be better. Yes. It was going right. after its absolute base yeah. in a way. And <laughs> yeah. it had a huge effect. Yeah. It did. They lost a yes. lot of money. Uh, I think it was 8% market share went or something like this. Yes. And they scuttled back as soon as you could look at them. 
Yeah. Um, have you ever done that? Have you ever boycotted? Have you ever sort also of like... not not bought things? Uh, I mean, Ben and Jerry only because it's for this critical race. There's obsession with with um, with race. Ben and Jerry's. Um, so don't buy them. Um, who else? Innocent drinks because they went woke. So it's quite easy just to sort of walk, sort of think as you're going along the thing. So no, I'm not going to. I'm but, not going to get yeah, them. Yeah, I'm yeah. not going to buy them. The important thing is that they know why people yes. aren't buying from them. That's yeah, what's important. Yeah. I mean, a lot yeah. of people will boycott, but they won't necessarily write in. I mean, yes. I'm lucky. I've got an excellent column in the Daily Express. Uh, on you know, Wednesday. You've never the one on the Wednesday. <laughs> There's yes. And so I can put in there what I'm doing. Right. Uh, but yeah. um, for, for Mr. and Mrs. Blogs, it isn't enough just to boycott. You do actually need to let somebody know why you are boycotting. Yes, mm. yes, yes. I think I, I sort of do. I don't buy Ben and Jerry's anymore. Yeah. You be, oh, people say, what difference is it going to make to you? I think these things do make a difference, actually. Absolutely. Are, you know? yeah. Before we yeah. sort of leave the, this topic, I, I want to go back to something. Mm. You know, when you were, you know, in, in Parliament and uh, Shadow Minister, a lot of what people are saying now about the, you know, the woke tendency is centres around the civil service. And yeah. I just wonder, were you aware of a kind of cohesive political attitude in civil servants and in... used to vary from department to department. Yeah. Now, in Social Security, you had a lot of very hard-edged civil servants doing things like pensions. Uh, and they were first class uh, and their analysis was first class and they were innovative and, and, and they wanted to look at all aspects of how you managed a future pension system. But just over the way uh, was the Department of Education, yeah. where they were so what we now call woke, but didn't then. They were so completely woke mm -hmm. um, and devoted to a particular philosophy and anything that didn't fit in that philosophy was to be resisted. So in those days, I think it depended entirely what department you mm. were in. If you were in the Foreign Office, for example, they were also first class. I mean, first class civil servants in the Foreign Office. Now, I think what you've got is you've got the spread of wokery right across the spectrum. And that is actually dangerous because what mm. you never need is a government versus its civil service. Yeah, yeah. The civil service is the servant of government and the government should protect the civil service. And um, we've lost that ethos completely. Yeah. And that is actually dangerous. It's a bit like having the troops against the generals. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's the feeling that one gets, you know. What yeah. about, I mean, just why we, I'm sorry, because it's, it's this is the, the compelling issue, I think, of our time. Mm. I was speaking to Constantine Kissing recently, the comedian, yes, you know, yes. and basically comedians have it in entirely different, you know, if you like, your kind of Mandarin class are <laughs> bookers, aren't they? Yes. And venue owners yes. and say, what's yep. it been like? Have you been ever sort of, yeah, or, yeah. or debooked? Yes, de yes, absolutely. I mean, last year um, was very vocal about JK Rowling and, and supporting her views, yeah. her, her very reasonable, rational, scientific oh. views. And I, my acting agent, just dropped, uh, ghosted me. I mean, so there was no contact really? again. Yeah. And then it was deep uh, on book from clubs, unfollowed on Twitter, all the rest of it. And um, so penalised for my for for a view that is that scientifically your correct. Your view is that a woman is a woman. Yes, correct, yeah, Anne. Yeah, I know yeah. it's outrageous, isn't it? Isn't it? Like, it's shocking. just dreadful. Shocking. Um, so, Peter, I have yeah. had the worrying thing actually in comedy. It's not so much the bookers and the well, obviously they're, they're, that is a slight concern. It's other comedians. Who will see, you know, like the Maoist, the thinkers, uh, sorry, the, 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 the fact the checkers, right, yeah, yeah. the people that used to check yeah. people's thinking. Other comedians are looking at other comedians and going, are you going to do that bit? Yeah, so there's yeah. a real sort of like feeling yeah. of, hang on a minute, I've, mm. I've been watched mm. by my own. Mm. Mm. That's that sort of internal censorship no, is, 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 is very worrying. 
you know, I think people talk all the time, don't they? they say, oh, free speech is under threat, right? Mm -hmm. The implication being it's sort of in the future. We've got to be careful. But frankly, no, it's it's happening now. it seems to me it's yeah. happening now. Yeah. I mean, you know, happening. Um, I do want to talk a little bit as well about two other things. F first of all, what happened in the channel, uh, the terrible deaths yeah. we had in the channel. Um, but do you think that it was avoidable, Anne? Oh, I think that the, the whole business has been avoidable for a very long time. I mean, I have been saying for 20 years that the magnet why people come to Britain, when they're in perfectly safe countries and yeah. could claim asylum there, the magnet why people come here is that they know they haven't got a claim for asylum, uh, but if you get into Britain, you're very unlikely to be removed. We don't have... Uh, we don't practice detention, we don't have national identity cards, mm. we do have a flourishing underground economy, mm. and they come here to work. Mm. Now, I was reading an article only a couple of days ago from a migrant who had failed to cross, but said he was going to keep on trying because he wanted to pay for his sister's operations. And I thought, hang on, you're paying a trafficking agent, you're prepared to pay him for future attempts. Why not use that money? for your sister's operations. Yes, yeah. uh, and what you've got yeah. to get rid of is the magnet. And I have been saying for 20 years, um, time and time again, automatically detain in secure reception centres uh, all new asylum seekers. Yeah. So that you remove that yeah. incentive to go into the underground economy and just disappear. But yeah. the thing is, you see, is I do feel that these deaths are terrible. Awful. But I do feel that the media suddenly have started talking about it when this has happened, because before it was mm. kind of going on, people like Nigel Farage were reporting on it, but yeah. basically on the whole, mm. you know, it was like one of these things we didn't talk about or the media didn't seem to worry about. Now, mm. of course, they are, or they're talking about it. Mm. But, you know, when you sort of, as Anne was saying, that, you know, you, you have this sort of situation where basically people aren't listened to if they've got an idea about how to, to solve this. I saw, did you see the reports about the chief, the border chief, his yeah. name is Paul Lincoln, the outgoing yeah. border yeah. chief, who said something like about borders. bloody borders. You know, yeah. Borders, also, what a load of nonsense. Yeah, That's what a load of nonsense. Yeah. He didn't yeah. use that language, actually, oh. but I mean, basically... <laughs> oh, he came very close. Yeah. Well, no, no, he, worse than that, he, you know, it's a pain in the arse, is what he well, called it. Yes. yes. And I mean, this was the border chief. <laughs> this was yeah. the border chief. Yes. Now... Surely the, what that means is that he's not going to be taking on staff and people who are very, very strong on borders, is he? Yes. I mean, it pervades well, the whole service, Well, it's part of it? what we were yeah. talking about, you know, about the civil service having one agenda and, yeah. and yeah. government having another. But yeah. then, you know, if you are the Home Secretary, you are supposed to overcome that sort of thing. You are supposed to impose yeah. the government's will. Now, obviously, everybody has been shattered by the awful business in the channel. I mean, children died, you know, yeah, and yeah. women died. I mean, it was absolutely horrible. Um, but it was always avoidable. Mm. Yeah. And until we actually get to grips with this mm. um, and stop looking for everybody else to solve problems, you know, reception centres in Albania, I mean, for heaven's sake, yeah. yes. you know, saying, well, the French should be doing this. Yes, the French should yeah. be, but we should be doing things. Yeah. This is our problem. Mm. And if we don't get to grips with it and deal with it and deal with the magnet, uh, then, um, you know, the tragedies are going to go on happening. I mean, this was one that was just waiting to happen. Yeah. It's horrible. I agree. I, mean, I think it's interesting. The left is always more concerned with their own ideology than they are mm. about when people lose their lives. Knives. Look yeah. at knife crime. Yeah. They're more concerned with appearing to be racist 
than they are with young men losing actually their lives yeah. and actually solving it. Mm. And that's a real issue, I think. Even, actually, I would say even within the government, mm. there's a strange reluctance, to be honest, yes. about these things. It, it, it is extraordinary. Uh, it's like 25,000 illegal immigrants, I think, this year, yeah. something like yeah. that. No, we wouldn't know how many, would we? Yeah, well, quite. We only know the number it of channel passes we've planned. Yeah. But have you yeah. noticed as well, I mean, you, you were saying before we came on air, I mean, you don't watch, uh, you don't look at social media much. No, no, fair, fair enough. I, I do, and I know that Abby does. Yeah, waste of time, guys. Really? <laughs> yeah, waste of time. You're saying we're wasting our lives? Huh? Yes, it's a great thief of time and your life. <laughs> yes. Oh, well, I, that's another, that's a great argument, but I think, it, <laughs> yeah. can I just finish this point? Is that on there, some of the more rabid left mm. were sort of saying, You've got blood on your hands. Did you see that kind yes. of thing? Yeah. If yeah. you actually sort of were saying, you know, this has got to be stopped. If you yeah. were taking this kind of sceptical approach, it was, it was, oh, you've got blood on your hands. It's somehow we're responsible for this, for, for what's happened there. Yes, yes. Uh, it, it's like, no, people, people who are responsible are the ones who are stopping the discussion. Like Anne <laughs> said, stopping the practical solutions, which yeah. you've come up with. Why can't we do that? Do we just want to sort of, and again, we're, go, we're back to this ideology thing. People are so obsessed with ideology as opposed to pragmatism. Mm. Um, and I think that's, yeah, that's you, you know, you really in a broader point. In, in, in a, yeah. I want to, before we move on, because I want to talk, obviously we're going to have to talk about the new COVID uh, um, uh, restrictions, supposed oh. restrictions. Um, before I do that, uh, I want to just dig a bit deeper on this social media thing. You say it's a waste of our lives. Yeah, I think right? it's a thief of your time. But just like soaps on television, thief of time. No, no, but can I just ask, are you saying this from a position of like having done it and then thought this is terrible or is this kind no, of no, blind, I, you know? I wouldn't call it blind. I mean, you know, I do know other people's experiences and I do know what is involved in Twitter. Uh, and I'm just very glad I've never done Twitter. I've never done Facebook. The only time I did do Twitter uh, was not an account for me personally. But the BBC um, ran a programme where they thought that if you use these new methods, you were going to regenerate interest in politics. And they seriously thought, seriously, yes. that if I advertised on Twitter that I was holding a puppet meeting, people would come. I said, you'll get two men and a dog. I, I think, they, think, they, got I the think dog. they would, Anne. I think you're underestimating the British public. But they didn't. Actually, That's the whole point. We had no. this experiment and they didn't come. No, oh, but you see, this is an interesting thing. Yeah. Anyone, sorry, I know this sounds a little bit like chop talk, but it's very interesting. <laughs> yeah. Right, you, politics is littered with people mm. who have huge followings on Twitter and things like that and think that this is kind of going to simply somehow... Yeah. Uh, convert into votes, for example. Yeah, exactly. and it just doesn't. doesn't it's a different market entirely, isn't it? Yeah. 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 I also think Twitter has got a tremendous power for harm as well. Mm. I mean, not people like me, but mm. vulnerable youngsters. I think can be badly harmed by by stuff on Twitter, and I I I, I just will not have anything to do with it. Well, mm. uh, there is something quite current about Twitter. It's, it's not just a random subject. There is a new head of Twitter, isn't there, coming in? That's true. And basically, some of the things he said in the past are extremely dodgy when it comes to free speech. You know, yeah. We have to look at what you know the current climate is as opposed to free speech. Well, what the hell does that mean? Because mm. someone's so powerful. It means you go with state orthodoxy. Yes, That's exactly. what it yes. means. Because exactly. people, people think that Jack Dorsey, who looks like Rasputin, was bad. Yes. The one coming in, you know, they're, they're, they're definitely going for... I, mean, I don't know why communism is so suddenly all in vogue again. 
I mean, it's weird, isn't it? I think, I think we should force everyone to read Google Archi Archipelago. So that should be a forced reading I think in schools. Actually, no, just 1984. Yeah, yeah, 1984, yeah. people don't understand the sheer power of the yeah. state. Yeah. When was the last time you read 1984? I picked it up recently. It's, yes. it's almost, I mean, it's become this kind of thing. So it's, it's, a, it's a work of fiction, yeah. not a handbook. But I mean, you look at it and you think, this is just this so is prescient. This is what's happening. Yes. You know, it's extraordinary. Yes, it was you know. very prescient. It was very, very, very prescient. Yeah. Um, brings us to public restrictions because of the new variant, um, which has come in this week. I think, in fact, on the very, uh, this week, actually, we're going to be having new restrictions on transport they and in shops. It today. Today. Mm. Um, Anne, necessary or not? No, I mean, what irritates me is it's so contradictory. Uh, you have to wear masks in shops, but you don't have to wear them in cafes right. or restaurants. Now, today um, I came up by train to London and the law says now that you have to wear a mask on public transport. But the law also says that if you're eating and drinking, of course, you can't wear your mask. You know, it's quite impossible. <laughs> so if you take your mask off and eat and drink for the entire length of the journey, you haven't actually worn a mask on public transport. Right. And we, we've got a, just a silly set of rules. If you have a shop, ordinary shop with a cafe in it, mm. you've got one rule for the shop yeah. and one rule for the cafe. Mm. But if you've got COVID, you can breathe it in either place. It is just a no. nonsense, the total nonsense. And I tell you what it is. The government must be seen to be doing something. Yes. That's what it's about. To yeah. be seen to be doing something. Not to be doing something useful, but to be seen to be doing something. The thing is, I mean, you know, apparently even Biden, President mm. Biden, has yeah. said we shouldn't, President Biden has said we shouldn't panic about this. It, you know, we don't know yet. It looks mm. like it could be mild. and this. That's what they're saying in South Africa. Well, which is yeah. where the chief doctor, you know, yeah. the chief physician, effectively, in South, South Africa, yeah. said basically all the people that I've treated... Um, it's very mild, very and, mild. and she talked about yeah. you know stream fatigue, things like that. Yeah. I mean, what, what do you make of that? Well, I, th I think it's turned into. I said the other day on um, GB News, it's we've got three secular religions: woke, climate catastrophists, and COVID. Mm. And actually, what's happening is the mask. The, the, all this is being used for control, to control people. As Anne quite rightly says, none of it makes any sense. No, it doesn't make sense. But if you think about it, most authoritarian regimes none of what they, they've ever said ever makes any sense because it's meant to confuse you. It's meant to put you in a state of sort of um, constant fear. I mean, I could have understood um, it before we had the vaccines. Now yes, we've got yeah. the vaccines. Quite. The vast majority of people who are in hospital are the unvaccinated. So if we've all dutifully had our, I know you haven't, but if we've no. all dutifully had our well, vaccines, mm. Um, mm. you know, why can't we be free? Well, and also, what about an antibody? You know, you're having a, a, an antibody test, 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 which is today, wonderful yeah. because antibodies is really the way out of this is if people say, Look at me, antibodies, which actually last a, a long, long time. I mean, basically, I, th I think I saw, I, I don't want to misname the scientist, saying that um, that, is, that, that is the solution. You know, that we, we've, with everything we've thrown at it, we, we, we should be, we're out of it now, you know. And this, this yeah. variant, mm. a viruses always get weaker, variants always get weaker. And actually about two years is about usually what happens with viruses, they just kind of peter out. It's not in their interest to, to, to stay strong. What about natural immunity? No one ever well, talks about oh, that. Wait, and that was all the rage when we yeah. started. Yeah. You know, it was all we must have heard. Vitamin immunity. D, you know, yeah. I'm losing weight and I'm, you know, because isn't that sort of what you 
But isn't that what you do? You sort of think, well, I really want to, <laughs> I really want to just sort of be healthy. Let's do, let's do some yeah. common sense things. Can I ask you, know? you as well about these polls, right? Mm. When the government does makes, and for some reason it's always on a Saturday night. It was on a Saturday yes. night, wasn't it? Why? Anyway, yeah. um, then a YouGov poll always comes out. This latest one seems something like 80% support for it. I'm sorry, yes. okay, well, maybe we swim in kind of political waters and there's more scepticism in some areas than yeah. others, but I, I can't believe 80%. Yeah, I can. Look, you can? I can, yeah. yeah I can. I'm afraid what, the number of people who say to me, and, and today, you know, mm -hmm. on the train, a lot of us were complaining about having to wear masks, but everybody else was saying things like, Ah, uh, but never mind, you know, if it does what it's meant to do. Uh, and I actually think there is a very compliant, and I don't think we need to fool ourselves on this one, there's a very vocal minority against, but yeah. there's a very compliant population hmm. uh, that believes that anything you can do is better than nothing, never actually looks at the effectiveness of what you're doing. Or what you're doing to children terrifying them mm. and actually and as i said to somebody the other day i said a mask i said it's, it, it, it's the ccp yeah love masks because it stops you from being free mm. with both your breathing and your speech mm. think about it that is a symbol for control i have to say you know for another aspect of that you know you yep. you went through these two climate mm -hmm. covid and work, work. yeah you could add, this is my answer, you could also add slightly, Remainer, I'm afraid, you know, yes. the, roughly, ah, yeah. <laughs> no, roughly, not, not entirely, but if I had to, there seems to be connections between those sort of people. I mean, it is not, this is not basically about Brexit being extended by other means or anything, but they all have the same sort of features. And there is this kind of looking down on people who are even just, oh, that. Yes. you know, there's this looking that. down, you're stupid. Yes. You know, the, the kind of public messaging in America has been very, you, you idiots, you know, for, for not, you know, don't you understand, you know, and I thought, yes, I've heard this before, but it was about five years ago, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. And also this terrible, um, this forgetting the fact that the working man, the delivery guys, have never had breaks or furloughs or stayed at home and had, you know, in their gardens in there. They've constantly been working. And those are the people we're deriding. Yeah. Yes. Which yeah. you're, you're right. Yeah. There is a there is a, a split in that same Bre Brexit Remainer thing. I think thing, it's a I kind think. of class element. Yes. I think I do. you know middle class people. It's very nice to stay at home if you've got a nice place. Oh, lovely. Um, yeah. But frankly, you know, if you're working, you think of the delivery guys who come in mm. from yeah. Deliveroo and from yes. uh, Domino Pizza and everything. Yeah. All you know, hours of the day yeah. and night. Yes. They never yes. stopped, did yeah. they? Really? Never stopped. Um, I want to finish on one story, which I mean, it was almost unbelievable, but. Uh, the Salvation Army, apparently, in America, in America, so that means what America, what is It'll it? It'll come here. Yes, yeah. you know, it blows its nose and we get a cold or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, essentially, are taking on board critical race theory in, in its entirety. Uh, one of the strokes of which is that basically Christianity is institutionally racist. This is the Salvation Army. I mean... Have you ever had dealings with the Salvation Army? They're the oh, ones of people who only seem to me, whatever your religious belief, to mm. do basically good. No, I mean, yeah. I've, I've frequently come into contact with the Salvation Army. I have a, a tremendous admiration for them. But if they start spouting that sort of stuff, yeah. uh, you know, A, they're going to alienate people. But B, it simply isn't true. I mean, mm. the Christians are the least racist people around. Yes. I, when we, 
looked into the life of that uh, terrorist uh, in Liverpool, yeah. uh, what did we find out? He'd been housed by Christians. They'd yeah, taken yeah, him into yeah, his yeah, home. Yeah. Uh, tell me that Christianity is institutionally racist. Uh, that's mm. just nonsense. Mm. Uh, and the Salvation Army should know better than to be accusing their own. Yes, I completely you, agree. You, I mean, you're one of great faith. Uh, and everyone knows that. What about you, Abby? Do you, do you have a religious belief? Or oh, I, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Christian. Um, not a regular church guy. I'm actually, I was baptised into the Russian Orthodox Church. Really? Many, many years ago by a wonderful priest who, I'll just say, tell you briefly, um, Father Alexander Men, who also um, was responsible for getting Solzhenitsyn back into the church. Really? Solzhenitsyn yeah. having been an atheist for really? many, many, yeah. many years. Yeah. Not so, slightly not surprising given the experiences he went through. So, uh, you know, let's yeah. let him off for that, being slightly dubious. Um, and um, th then the priest that baptised me was, was murdered um, a year after he baptised me in 1990. And he was canonised really? recently. Oh. So, sorry, so there's a long way around of saying, yeah. I've got a very interesting, I, I've, I took an interesting path towards faith. Mm. But I think, it, look, whatever your belief, yeah. it's very, very hard not to come to the conclusion, is it, that Christianity, there's a real kind of, they're gunning for it. That's, that's my yes. feeling. You oh, they've mentioned been doing that, that for a long time. Yeah, but you long mentioned time. about yeah. the lady on uh, British Airways. British Airways, the cross, cross yeah. But it just seems like it's absolutely open season on Christianity. Mm -hmm. And now even they're even discussing, should the word Christmas, you know, that's, that's reared its head again, should the word Christmas be, is it, does yes. it really matter? And as I said, it matters more now than yeah. it has ever done. Yeah, but I agree. To have Christmas. Actually, I agree. And in fact, you know, not only have we had a very bleak time, mm. I don't know, but people are decorating their places earlier. And I'm, I'm yeah. fully up for that. You know, yeah. I'm going to get my tree. Get the tins uh, on out. No, I'm, I'm afraid I, I, I'm a complete misery on this one. I'm a bit like Ebenezer Scrooge. <laughs> and say, bah humbug. I think you put your tree up on Christmas Eve. That's when we used oh. to put our decorations no. up, was Christmas Eve. Do you open your yeah. presents also on Christmas Eve, a bit like the royal family? No, I do it on Christmas Day. Because it's exactly, yes, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, I don't get any presents anymore, but I mean when I did. <laughs> well, I, and I love the little nativity scenes. You know, I, I, I hate the thing. I, I've heard stories about the fact that parents aren't going to be allowed to go to school nativities because of the wretched Rona. Well, Isn't oh, that dreadful? Purpose to see that, that you go and see the sheep. Yes, you know, yeah, go and see yeah. your child being, ter being terrible as a shepherd or whatever. You know, but it's all part of, you know, so that's the, the, the COVID thing has, has, start, has interfered with this whole... Yes. I've got a wonderful photograph of myself in a school nativity play when I was about seven and I'm uh, dressed as a shepherd, very, very oh, convincingly, and I'm wearing a wristwatch. <laughs> Actually, uh, well, we've got a Christmas special on when this, uh, I will be re-identifying as the proper Emma by the time <laughs> yeah. Will you bring that in? We'd love yes. to see that person. Oh, yes, that would be lovely. Yes. And yes. as a shepherd coming next on this, on this yeah. uh, series. With a wristwatch. Yeah, yeah. With a wristwatch. Just like the centurion in Ben Hur. Yes, the coat count in the back of the chariot. Yes. Yeah. Thank you very much, Anne. Thanks Thank you. very much. And you, Abby. Bless well. you. And, um, Bless you, my love. I promise you. you a far more pretty face will be here next time. <laughs> and and we shall see. We want Whittle. <laughs> we shall see you <laughs> next time. Thank you very much. Hello. If you're enjoying the New Culture Forum channel and you believe in our mission, may I invite you to join our membership scheme at the link below or on our website, newcultureforum.org.uk. Our work is more important now than ever and we have great plans ahead for the future, but we can't do it without your support. From as little as £3 per month, you can help ensure that we continue on our mission. 
As a member, you'll receive a range of benefits, including access to exclusive content, invitations to our private events, including here at our studios, free copies of our books, and much, much more, including, of course, our famous NCF mug. If you aren't able to become a member, then please help us by clicking this button and subscribing to our channel. It's completely free. Just remember to also click the bell icon so that you can get notifications when we post new videos. Thank you. Thank you.